should make that the intro, but with no audio. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, and video games with a heavy focus on the first-person shooter Escape from Tarkov. I am one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam. Don't even just... <laughs> uh, and I'm uh, Veritas and... <laughs> Dictionary.com defines an introduction as the act of introducing or the state of being introduced, a formal personal presentation of one person or others. I absolutely did my homework. <laughs> I promise. Bro, your face, your face is throwing me off. I don't even know why I look at you when I do the intro, bro. I don't even know why I look at you. God! Oh. God! Well, uh... What's up? How you doing? Um, you know, you know, full of life. I <laughs> fucking is one. It's hard to Mentos freshness when you're shit. Full oh. of life. I should have googled the Mentos lyrics and said that instead of googling <laughs> oh. the dictionary.com. You know what we so could do to get that. around the copyright is we just need to get the first official sponsor of the podcast to be Mentos. And then we can just use the song and do the, the Mentos flip off. You know what I mean? The classic. So you're saying you're saying that you think Mentos would pay us yeah. to flip off the camera and With, butcher the yeah. theme song, huh? I think so. Dude, it's twenty twenty one. Marketing is whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Act dude, one of my favorite, one of the best. Butterfingers sponsored Deadly Slob for a little bit, and it was so funny. What? Oh yeah, dude, it was so. Are you good. kidding me? Deadly. Okay, I was actually talking about this. <laughs> Deadly. There are so many brands. Okay, you know how you can tell when a brand is like on top of it for like 2021. Like you can tell when a brand is like leaning into, like they actually give their Twitter account over to like a 13 year old. So it's funny. It's not like brands trying to be relevant and cringy. Like there's a few, like Wendy's was like, the first one to like hit it hard. And, you know, you, you, we all know that 2021 has been a tough year for everybody. Yeah. That's why we're going to kick it and chill. Exactly. Netflix and chill style with Mentos, the fresh baker. Exactly. I couldn't not, come up with anything other than that. Not that, but there's brands that do it well. All of those brands need to sponsor Deadly Slob. Have you ever been in his stream when he does like a NordVPN ad read? Dude, no. he's it's just the best. He is like like every You've been on a you've been on a Deadly Slob kick. Every every other day I get a message from you being like, "Dude, I was watching Deadly Slob." Oh, dude, watching. it's all I I I sit he streams all day and I work all day on like YouTube and stuff like that every day five days a week I come in here and I put on deadly slow my other monitor and then I work so I just it's always on in the background it just I mean this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about tonight but he's just it's the best it's the best like ad read like I don't ever want to do a sponsor where I'm like guys you know today we're doing you know rage chat like I want to I want to aspire to be as just like off topic as possible in your ad reads and it's so it's so perfect I've, like if I've i wanted was, to do that with the internet historian does fucking yes, great yes stuff great, like that it, so ugh. like if i was a brand right now dude i'd be like shoveling money at people like that the non-traditional because it captures people dude it's funny people like 
look forward. His chat will remind him that he needs to do like an ad read today because they want to sit through it because it's hilarious. Like I, yeah. I, I was, I was talking to my wife the other day and I was like, I like every brand needs to be sponsoring Deadly Slop. Like it's, he's just so good at it, but I digress. <laughs> um, so this episode is sponsored by Deadly Slob. By, by, uh, sponsored by Deadly Slob, yes. 100%. Um, so, uh, okay, so how much Tarkov have you played since last week's Game is Bad? You know, big... I've, every, every I played day? every day. Okay. Most most days of every day. Because um, I saw... I've been super busy this past week. I saw you on Aceto doing the VR thing one day and I just wasn't sure if I was like, oh man, is he that just was like, like already... four or five hours. Yeah. That was after four I or five hours. I watched a few minutes off. because I was like, damn, that setup looks crazy. Um, yeah. But I just wasn't sure if if it was like, if how things have been, have had been feeling after last week. Um, I mean, same, yeah, same dude. Not, not much has changed. Um, after I, I had, I don't know when I tweeted my tweet. Oh yeah, because that was, like, that was after, like yeah, shit. yeah. Was that after the podcast? I think or it was. I think it was like the day after. Gotcha. Yeah. So I ended up tweeting uh, just that I was like super frustrated with the state of everything, um, and uh, I won't I won't go into a ton of details, um, but between the last podcast and today uh been chatting with some of the folks at bsg trying to oh, okay cool trying to figure some shit out yeah um, a lot of people have reached out about like the discord and yeah. being like i would totally help a bunch of people volunteered someone even like set up a fucking server basically yeah. um, i got that I don't message think actually, too. i haven't responded yet um i feel bad about it, but i gotta i have like a massive fucking backlog of folks i gotta get back to anyway um so right now, I'm just trying to figure out if it's going to be worth our time, hundred um, percent, or or not. It it really does it really does depend. Um, it, it, I don't want to waste any more of my time or any of yeah. the community's time if it's going to be kind of more of the same. I've had a bunch of people. Um, I I've never really had much interactions with BSG support officially. Um, yeah. uh, like. Even if I report a bug, chances are the next day, if they want me to follow up, I'm probably like, don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. To be totally honest with you, it's like, I'm not going to pull up a fucking logs from three days ago from something I forget that I reported. Yeah. So, um, and especially now that I've, I've seen some of the responses, uh, some of the things that people will send where it's like they experience... Um, you know, connection issues or desync or whatever, and yeah. uh, like like st people stuttering around all over the place. Like I talk about my netcode video, and yeah. and um, and like, granted, a lot of this is translated. Um, yeah, but it mostly comes down to like fix your computer's performance. You know, get more RAM. Yeah, kind of yeah. Stuff. Um, or and then so yeah, it, when when they're there's like paragraphs of explanation and here are the logs and here's a video and here's all this stuff and there's all this effort. And then, yeah. So if, if we go forward with something, I want it to be not remotely even close to what like support is. It would have to be much more streamlined. Like yeah. I would want to have an in with like somebody at BSG in particular that would be, that would field yeah. filtered, optimized reports yeah. and information, you know, because 
I yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. I think I think the response to last week's podcast. So this was actually something that I like noticed and could just kind of noted in my brain. So your tweet, um, you tweeted out and you were obviously very frustrated and, and it fucking blew up. That's like one of the most popular tweets I've ever yeah. tweeted. So your tweet. Uh, so this is definitely not the like, let's just come here and poo poo on battle state games or escape from Tarkov. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you can go to Reddit if you want to do that. But your tweet was out there. And then I just kind of started realizing how many tweets like that were coming out. And not from people that were traditionally very openly critical about the game. People that were traditionally either very silent about the game on Twitter because it's like, whatever. Like, I never really post anything about the game other than like, hey, my new YouTube video. Um, or generally neutral, like or generally don't seem to be bad for me. Or generally neutral, or even some of the larger creators that are more. This was another tick in the box. Some of the larger creators that play Tarkov that are more variety focused gamers that have put put big seasons into Escape from Tarkov. A lot of them were tweeting out things either like I can't play Tarkov right now, or Tarkov's been super frustrating, or this that, echoing a lot of the things you said. Uh, I noticed there were a lot of. Um, comments even to your tweet from similar people like that. Of course, there was a lot of the, there's always the like status quo of people just spewing hate on Twitter. And then there were a certain amount of those people responding to your tweets. But what I was noticing, what I was putting together and I actually started screenshotting it because I wanted to basically like log it was like all this from people who would traditionally be a lot more positive. So that was like one thing where I was like, man, this is not just us, right? You know what I mean? It's not just like this. It, it's not just this it was, echo It was chamber. just me for, for yeah. more than six months. It, it yeah. was just me. And, but in, and this, what we're experiencing right now is exactly what I was experiencing the whole time. Yeah. So this isn't just this like little echo chamber of the podcast. Like other people are obviously experiencing some of these same issues and, and same frustrations. And then it was really interesting to see the basically like complete contrast of that response and, and the timeliness of our last podcast so like right so none of those people that i talked about probably listen to our podcast you know what i mean like not, none of those that which is totally fine that's not but it was just so interestingly timely that the last episode came out which was like can we help and that was the whole discussion about that lined up at the same time and so then now my twitter feed is like blown up with basically like two different types of tweets or responses it was like at Jesse Kazam, at Veritas. Yo, just finished the episode. I think that's a great idea. I think it's needed. I moderate these servers. I'd love to help you out. It was like that, or it was insert random streamer being like, hey, I think I need to take a break from Tarkov. It's I just can't play it right now. And I was like, oh my God, if there was ever like a <laughs> indication that something like this, that, that something needed to be done. Now, here's where I want to come in and say like everybody that responded, like that's awesome. Thank you so much. Like I think... If anything was going to happen, A, it's not probably not going to happen anytime soon. And B, you know what I mean? We'd have to be really careful. So I appreciate all the response we've gotten to it. But this is all predicated on like mountainous things happening. One of those things is like buy-in from Battlestate Games, right? Like neither of us are going to take any more time out of our week to like facilitate large portions of the community talking about bugs or things if this information doesn't get passed on and nothing happens from it. Right. And I think that's part yeah. of what you were saying in the, in the background, you're having talks. I don't know what those talks look like, but it's like, people need to know that, that, right. Like this isn't just, we don't want this to turn into another like community echo chamber of things that are wrong with the game. It's like, 
you're busy with like 900 different projects you got going on. I do my YouTube videos, my streams. I got a wife and two kids. There, like big mountainous things have to kind of lock in for us to move forward in any way with like an official thing. You know what I mean? But I just found it so interesting that it, it, it felt like both of those bombs just exploded on Twitter. There was so much love for that episode and being like, I couldn't agree more. I want to help. And then at the same time, there was just like this tidal wave of like, I just can't take Tarkov right now. You know what I mean? So it was really interesting. Yeah. Um. So so I, where where I'm at currently right now, um, effectively, you we all know about what I talked about last week with the the waiting after raids, the fucking spinner. Yeah. Um. So honestly, like I'm kind of using that right now as a bit of a not a not really like a test run, but it's like this is the lowest hanging fucking fruit ever. It's something so goddamn because, simple. Yeah, because you that, can reverse like, engineer it a little bit and peek behind the yeah. curtain by downloading the logs and seeing that um, RT, whatever it is. Yeah, the um, the, the, the trace the route. Trace route. Um, but so, like, they're not, they're not going to be issues that are going to be much easier to solve than this. Um, and so since that tweet and since I've been chatting with those guys, I've been essentially like, help with this please god it's been too long yeah i've sent you everything you guys need kind of thing and um you know every day i kind of get like a check back tomorrow sort of thing yeah um and today was supposed to be the day and i got told it was gonna be it's gonna be tomorrow so i i really was hoping to have something to like report about like, oh that. look like yeah we, and, we and i don't know done. i don't know if the response i'm gonna get is gonna be like as detailed as we figured it out everything you said was super helpful and relevant and there's going to be a fix coming soon or if it's going to be like yeah they're looking into it thanks yeah so it's like honestly how 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 that conversation goes is going to very heavily affect i think how we move forward with this yeah um because yeah i don't think because they have to be bought in they have to be bought there's no better yeah there's no better of a of a way of initiating this than like me and my contacts that I already talked to at BSG. If, if I can't do that yes. with one thing, then a community's worth of things. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just not going to be worth it. So that's where we are. Yeah. And I think like that, oh man, I know. I, and I, I want, I, w I wish I could just like talk to him. You know what I mean? Cause like another huge, Another like low hanging fruit, but for different reasons is like the shoreline audio. Like, I just want to ask, like, do are you are you aware of it? And like they are. And and the thing the thing that you talk about all the time is like in a. OK, so like the word competitive, I want to define how I'm using that here. Not competitive in the sense it's like esports ready, but in a game where you're like risking your loot, right? Where when you die, it's not it's not respawn. It's like you can go poor in this game there, and there have a stakes. bad. Yeah, there are stakes in a game with stakes. That's a shooter video game. You say this all the time when we're talking about the netcode. There is nothing of higher priority than being able to trust your sight and your hearing. Like, that is how these games are played, right? Like, you have to be able to see an enemy, and you have to be able to hear an enemy. And <laughs> see an enemy. See an enemy. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and the fact that we're early wipe, because this has been happening since day one of the wipe, 
There are so many quests on Shoreline. There's so many quests in the East Wing. Like, this is just, like, this is affecting everybody. This is, it's so unhinged. It's so broken. It's so bad that the fact that there has not even been, like, a, we know something got really messed up. You know, it's going to take a few weeks. We're sorry. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that that hasn't even happened is mind-blowing. So then I go down the road where it's like, there's no way they don't know about this, but maybe they don't know about this because it's been a month and you can't hear anything on that map. It's crazy. Yeah, so um, that's the, that's like the, the spinning wheel is low-hanging fruit because it's like, it's basically fixable from what you can tell. And the Shoreline yeah. audio is just like a huge example of like, a huge example of, do they know about this? If no, we need to have a conversation. If yes, we also need to have a conversation because that's a big enough bug that I feel like you want to let your community know that you know about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, everybody's, you know, gamma containers are disappearing randomly and that happens for a month and they don't even acknowledge it. You know what I mean? It's something like, yeah, they're you wanna, working on yeah. it. They we're working. I mean, it's like, dude, I understand that, that they might have other things that we don't see, but it just comes down to like, I feel like, so much of the frustration that we're seeing on Twitter from the like vitriolic, just absolute terrible stuff you see all the way up to like, I can't play this game anymore. Everything fundamentally boils down almost into like two categories of like misunderstanding how games and game design work or the other bucket you can put them in is people that don't feel like their concerns are addressed or are heard. even on the radar of BSG. When you yeah. really start to look through it, whether whether it's some dude just complaining, 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 or whether it's like the best of us going to Twitter and saying, hey, I need some time off. If you really look through it, you can put almost every negative thing said into one of those two buckets. And what's crazy is that it doesn't require them to change the order of what they're developing. It doesn't require them to change the order of what they're fixing. It doesn't require them to put out new content or postpone a gun. They can develop the game the exact same way, but spend a few hours a month coming out and saying like, hey, these concerns, you need to understand that that's not how these things work. You know, it's not our job to educate you, but this is how it is. We're going to be working on these things first. And then this bucket to be like, it's really easy to be like, hey, we see that these bugs exist. There's other stuff going on. Like, I think the fear is that, like, they don't owe us anything. They don't owe me, like, a grand explanation. But even just being like, we know the show. They're helping, their, exactly. they're helping themselves. Even if we, I j all they have to do is say, I know this is a thing. We've got more important things. I know that sounds crazy, but we're working on it. I think they don't realize that they don't have to change how they're developing the game to really address both of those buckets. And of course, you're not going to make everybody happy. Of course, you're not going to imagine, you know, tomorrow the, the Tarkov community isn't going to be like, oh man, this is such a great game. But you can really, like you said, they can help themselves in the long run massively without having to change how they develop the game by just putting themselves in the shoes of the gamer and being like, I just want to acknowledge your feelings. Like, you know what I mean? That sounds silly, but I, they could buy themselves so much currency back from the community. If they make people feel like their concerns are heard and if they help educate them on like, no, that's not... Nikita used to do that with cheaters all the time. He would just be like... He used to talk about it. He used to talk about how like, listen, um, 
they make cheats and battle eye can't detect the cheat before it's detected the cheat so there's always going to be a zone where the cheats in there and that was it he didn't have to go in deep into like the trade secrets of battle eye he didn't have to excuse anything he just gave us a tiny little bit of information and most of the people with two brain cells could be like okay i guess i understand that you know they only have to give us a little bit about each thing like hey we know the audio seems like it's simple to fix for you there's a lot of logic on the back end we're working on this it'll be a few weeks that buys them a lot, a lot more than they think. You know what I mean? So I don't know. And, and and for all we know, it's like another valid answer to that to that issue is, hey, it's we know what the problem is. It would be kind of a pain in the ass for us to finish right now. But when we finish the upgrade to Unity, then yeah. it's like moot. So it, yep. it's like not worth doing now. Well, that's an answer. That if it's is gonna take an you answer. A month, if it's going to take you a month to fix or you can not do it and in two months it'll go away like dude i might not agree but it it it's like yes it acknowledges that you recognize that there's a problem yes. so that we know at some point to look forward to a fix not to just sit there while the roof is leaking dude, on us a hundred percent that's such a great point it's like exactly just bring me to the point where i can say i disagree with that but at least i understand I, my fear is that they think that if they give an inch, they have to give a mile. That if they give an inch, that they have to like do everything we say. And it's like, no, no, no. People are still going to disagree with you. People are going to this. But just bring us to the point where we can be like exactly that. Because I bet there's so many things like that where it's like fix this. And it's like we don't need to fix this because we're developing this. And once this is implemented, it fixes this and this and this and this. So our time is better spent fixing this. And by just saying that, you might have people that disagree, but at least there's an answer. I think... I don't know. I was I was thinking about this the other day. Every single time they push out one of these uh, you know, you know, micro updates that they've been doing almost daily at this point. Hey, you know, servers were reducing the raid times. Every time they it feels like they intentionally don't tell us what they're fixing because I don't know why. So what happens is everybody in the community defaults to the most common bug they experience and they hope they it fixes that. So yeah. they, in an attempt, what it seems like, in an attempt to not set expectations that they can't keep, they allow the entire community to set hundreds and thousands of expectations, and then they fall short of hundreds of thousands of expectations, as opposed to just being yep. saying, like, this is strictly a server-side thing, nothing in the game is being changed. If they just said that, now they've set the expectation. And so it's it's... They they create this pain for themselves because they they're they're allowing the community, which is a, a community of gamers, right? We're not necessarily you know we're not physicists, a community of gamers to fill in the blank, and that's never a good idea. You know what I mean? We're all filling in the blank with different things, and then we all get frustrated when it doesn't happen, and then they do another update the next day, and we think maybe this is it because we're all like because I'm out here playing with geeks and I and I'm I'm having a hard time not saying out loud. How has it been a month and they haven't fixed the audio and short line? You know what I mean? But I don't want to yeah. say that out loud because I don't want to like perpetuate this whole negativity. But even I'm like, how is this going on? So they just keep letting everybody fill in their own expectations. And then it lets everybody down all at once. And it's like, oh, I don't know. I mean, like the what something that I feel like I've seen kind of both sides of. Um, and many different times from different people um, is the idea of not it's not quite like a double standard, but the whole like. Of course, we know about the issue. Yeah. Or. How could we have ever known about that issue? We've never gotten reports about it. Yes. 
So it's like, yeah, like I'm offended you haven't told me. I'm offended you told me. Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Um, to where, yeah, I. And that exact you know what thing, I'm talking yeah, one hundred percent. And that exact thing happens on the inverse too. Like the average player might think there's no way they don't know about this, and then you know the guy he's playing with might be like, "How is there? How have they? How do they not know about this? You know what I mean about the yeah. same issue? We were after the podcast I was playing, and this is such a simple thing. I, this is not a nine one one they need to fix, but I'm just looking at the game through a different lens now. You know on Shoreline the freaking boat extract. You know how like you can't tell if it's open. Like it's such a convenient extract if it's open. It's been it's been broken for years. For what? Yeah, yes. year. And it's just like a light. Actual right? years, yeah. And it's funny because I had never looked at it through this lens ever. I ran out all the way onto the pier. It wasn't open. I'm running back and it hit me. And I'm like, chat. I was like, what if they don't know the freaking light is broken? And we we laughed because it was, was just coming off the podcast maybe a day or two later. And we I was like, like I had never considered that. Every bug, I'm always like, well, of course they're working on it. I always just give them. And I was like, what if they don't know that the stupid, you know, light set, you know, true, it's just false forever. And they don't even know. And it was so. The only way that they would know about that, the only, uh, the, the most likely scenario for me, honestly, is that like clean 18 months ago on a podcast <laughs> must have must have said and for god's sake fix the extract for shoreline yeah. and that would that's probably the extent like if yeah. he didn't do that thing then then, then it's probably, probably never been yeah and i was like and we just laughed about it because that that in no way is like a priority over some of the bugs that are in the game but i just i've been playing the game through that lens where i'm like damn but what's this a, but is what is a priority a, this is a, yeah but that's the whole other thing is like if, streets if there's a priority then I would love to know at least, once again, loosely how that's structured. They don't have to, once again, my desire isn't for them to have to like just be beholden to us and tell us everything like no. But even just like we're working on networking bugs first and then this and then that, like it at least gives us something because because exactly that. I don't know what a priority is. I would assume a priority would be being able to hear on one of the most popular maps in the game. But it doesn't appear to be at the top, like, and once again, once again, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth too hard because, like, there is a universe that whatever has broken the shoreline audio they've been working on from day one, and it's just going to take three more months. Like, there is a universe where they mess something up so bad, but in that universe, they don't owe us anything, but it feels like it's a win for both sides to tell us that. It doesn't feel like there. it's this huge admission of guilt. We messed up. We should have done the audio differently. It feels like if it's going to take you two months to fix the, the audio, you have to understand that, once again, we're gamers. All we know is that yesterday, you know, in the pre-wipe event, it worked fine, and today it's garbage. And then a month goes by, and if you don't fill in those blanks, once again, we'll fill them in. And what people have been filling them in with is, they don't care. They don't even know. They're so lazy. Aliens, they're so, aliens Bigfoot, yeah. uh, 9-11. Yeah. Uh, it's the, just the, the cheaters. It's the cheaters broke the audio. It's a Steam audio thing. Everybody's filling in the blanks. And it's like, what I'm asking for isn't inherently selfish. I truly believe this benefits battle state games in the mid to long term. And it and it yeah. buys them some empathy from the community, which I which which up until this week, I don't think I realized how much they need. So 
I'm definitely not here to say I know how to do it the develop the game better than they do. I don't know how to QA better than they do. I don't know what things they're working on or what they aren't. All I'm saying is that to me, it seems pretty simple that it's a win-win to, to, to go hand in hand with the community. Right. And not just be like, wait and see, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. And we're just we're going to have to see. Um, I, I think I mentioned last time, I think I sent the message to Nikita um, and hadn't got a response back asking about the shoreline audio. Thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was July 22nd. Is today the 29th? Today is the 29th. Yeah. Yeah. So it was during the podcast. Damn, and I was uh, so excited to hear what you had to say about it, too. 714 p.m. I said, so are you guys aware of the relatively new shoreline resort audio issues? Bro, question mark. It's 714 next p.m. Day, right now. Oh, oh, an exact oh. week. <laughs> like, wow. That's fucked. All right, sorry. Continue. And then and then five, six, seven hours later, which is 2 a.m. for me, Nikita responded with, yes. Okay. So that, that, <laughs> they, they're aware of some audio issues on Shoreline. There's a world in which... That's a different set of issues yeah. than, you know, like, yes. Oh, yes. We've had issues for two years now with, you know, whatever yeah. occlusion and they don't realize it's new. I wrote relatively new shoreline resort issues. He said, yes. Fuck if I know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude, it's it's hard. I, I like freaking. This is the stuff that keeps me up because like. The last thing I want to do is, and this is a great metaphor that you will understand, is be the guy that comes into chat and is like, oh, did you know that you could, this ammo, you can buy this ammo from the trader and it's better. You know what I mean? And we're like, dude, you know what I mean? I, I can, I could write you a novel on how much more about this game I know than you and why I'm choosing this specific thing and this specific entrance. I just died 17 raids in a row and I'm doing a budget kit. Boom. I think about this a lot that the absolute last thing I want to do is be that guy is to show up to battle state in their DMS or, or whatever and be like, this is how I think you should interact with the community. But I can't see any other way. Like, I can't see outside of this perspective of like, I live and breathe this game. I play it a lot. I have a, a I, I feel an above average amount of empathy for them as the developers. And so I don't know what to do. I don't know how to hold those two things where in a, there is a universe where like you and me and part of the community work on a thing, a thing that can really, without emotion, streamline and acknowledge issues in the game. And that information can be helpful to battle state and it can be sick but there's also just a universe where i feel like i just sever every relationship i have with them because they view me as that chatter and they don't yeah. want to, and i don't i don't want that either so i mean i um i i go back and forth on this because there's so many ways that this is manifested in the past whether it's been on podcasts or yeah. public conversations private conversations groups one-on-ones whatever how it's like at the at the same time they're both like extremely close to the community and like communicate yeah. with the community but then at the same time like not at all it's it's so weird yep. for me to say but i like i feel like they're so so much closer than like you know ubisoft is for sure but at the same time it's like 
but not. Um, yeah. But maybe it's like the wrong type of close or they're close with the wrong people. I, I don't, not I don't even know. Wrong. But... I just think that there's an important slice of the pie missing. What they do is great. Yeah. Ubisoft isn't retweeting, you know, X creator with 32 subs videos like BSG. Yeah. Is. That's awesome. And that's close to the community. But maybe yeah, there's but, a slice uh, of the pie that's missing. I, I feel like the the way that we go about communicating, there's something about it, I think, fundamentally that has to change because there's a lot less like discussion and more of I'm going to ask a question. You give me an answer. I'm going to make a statement. You have a response like just role play a conversation. Yeah, but I will play both sides of it. <laughs> it's are you familiar at all with the bug with shoreline audio? Yes. Okay. Um, are you guys going to fix it? Yes. Well, I don't want to ask when yeah. because that's, you know, that's one of those like, well, when are you going to fix it? Well, I can't tell you when. I don't know. There's priorities and blah, blah, blah. Now, just to be clear, the, the, the issue I'm talking about is with like the, like the, the East Wing sounds like you're fucking outside, but then like, Oh wait, what? What about outside? What we're talking about was like a it's it's a bug with with firing guns. We're we're aware of that and we're working on it. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if this bug has anything to do with that, yeah. but it's like when I'm in Shoreline the resort, I can hear like the rain falling indoors like it's outside, but then like once I go across like the little sky bridge, all of a sudden I'm indoors with the audio. Oh yeah, send you'll you'll have to send us logs. Okay, okay. Yeah. And but it's like I I I never actually get like I would love a conversation where they would say oh well okay we're aware that there is like a boundary where when you're outside there's outside audio when, when, yep. as soon as you cross over that threshold you walk past the literal threshold of a door and all of a sudden you get indoor we know steam audio will fix that in the future blah 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 so what you're saying is it sounds like those boundaries are no longer in the doorways, but yeah. like randomly moved around. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's definitely not supposed to happen. And we haven't heard about that. I'll make sure someone looks into it or we absolutely. Yeah. Someone's looking into it. It has to do with something. You don't need the details, but yeah, we're on it. Exactly. Cool. But knows that kind of conversation never happens. Yeah. What ends up happening is I try to tiptoe in if we're on like a podcast and I'm like the audio occlusion, uh, whatever. And then. Everybody else jumps in, tries to clarify what I mean. They don't get it right. I can't fucking say what I mean to say. Nikita doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about. And he just says, yeah, yeah, all the bugs are going to get fixed. Don't worry about it. And then we move on to some bullshit we've Boy, talked about yeah. 800 times. Yeah. And it's like, there's never... Yeah. I feel like there's never a like an actual meaningful conversation about like, yeah. this is how... And, and part of it is Nikita is close enough, but not that close like and, and and i'm just oh, yeah. gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb and say i assume that he's not the one writing the code every day yeah and that he's also not the one playing the game every day i'm just putting him in the spot of like every manager i've ever had that yeah. has like a really high level understanding of things yeah but you don't ever want to like make any specific claims because then like you don't know the you don't know the details right so you don't yeah. want to say something you're not sure of so i always get the impression that like nikita 
can't speak to a lot of the specific details yeah. that you would only get if you implemented it or you played it every day. Yeah. So and that makes like, sense because he's got everything. And, and, that to make, do. and that makes sense. Yeah. And maybe that explains why it's so hard to communicate. Like the zeroing thing is is a perfect example yeah. where it was like I couldn't explain where the game was, where it should have been, where people thought it was, and then where it was, and then how it is in real life. Yeah. Those seven different things, because there's eight other people on the podcast, and they all had eight different yeah. perspectives. It's like, I, we, it's, you can't have a conversation about it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's true. It makes sense. And it, and, and and that's that's almost where I don't like if I ever got to talk to anybody, I would almost want to like flip the script and be like, like, what do you want from us as the community? What, what is, how do you want the game to describe how this feature should work? No. Yeah. I mean that, no, but more of like, what, what do you want from us? Like the game is in beta, right? Like you put that in big bold letters. Like I don't care if you don't, you know, whatever your definition of beta is. Oh, I, can, I can answer for you. I know what they're gonna say. Like, what do you? You you play. You experience bug. You report bug. Yeah, but like, that's it. Then give us a way to report bugs in game. You know what I mean? It's like there's even a, there's a, there's a even there's a if bug you want to do. It. There's a bug reporter in the launcher. Just open up the launcher and click through and, you know, even even though yeah. even though all of our responses give you no feeling of confidence that we're listening, that we're doing anything, yeah. we just keep doing it and it's helping. Yeah. Can't you see it's helping? Yeah. I, I, no. Well, that's in what fact, I'm saying, though. In, like, that's... in fact, it makes me question, like, every time something happens where I mentioned like shoreline audio, like if this isn't fixed a month from now and we hear nothing, I'm going to I like the only logical thing I'm going to conclude is they don't care or whatever, or yeah. that, that the, that I was talking about a shoreline audio bug and Nikita was talking about a completely different shoreline audio bug. Yeah. And they fixed that one that nobody ever experienced. And yeah. that's super obscure. And they didn't fix the one that I was talking about because I can never explain the specifics without sounding like I'm a pedantic asshole. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't, I just, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I get it. Like, I, I think it makes total sense what you're saying. Like, of course, Nikita, I don't think anybody thinks Nikita has, like, he probably has the most complete view of what the game is, but that almost requires that he can't have, you know, know everything about the minutiae of every little thing. So, like, I don't, expect him to but that's why like that's why in in my perfect world we like get somebody who does we do like a you know a freaking state of the game every month with not nikita with somebody who can talk about this stuff that's why it's like my perfect version of whatever this is that we could potentially build is just like completely and strictly emotionless it's just i experienced this bug today under these circumstances it can get upvoted or downvoted and then, you know, once a month, we take the top things. We'll be like, look, tens of thousands of people are experiencing this bug under these circumstances. Here's the information. Boom, get it. And for somebody else other than Nikita to be able to be like, yeah, okay, we see that. We see. Because that's going back to what you were saying. It's a one-sided conversation. Do, are you aware of this bug? Yes. You know what I mean? It's just like not. Are you not, sure? Not, not this yes. specific bug? Yeah. There's no, there's no, qual like there's no. 
uh i think so you know what specifically you're talking about or or yeah are you talking about this or yes yes comma uh, we've been working on it for a while. It's really got us stumped. You know what I mean? Like none of those things happen. And so it's just like, what do you want from the community? You know what I mean? Because it's like, even, even if you want us to report bugs, like, you know what I mean? How many bugs are getting reported via the report feature right now? Like, obviously you don't know, but I'm saying like, that would be my question. Like not number, but you know, it's like the whole, would you say, uh, a, an, are you a happy about the amount? Are you, you know, neutral about the amount or are you dissatisfied with the amount of bugs being circle the happy face, yes. the sad face or the neutral face of the amount of bugs? Because if your answer is we are very dissatisfied with the amount of bugs being reported, well, then there's your answer, bro. That's on you. Like, you know what I mean? Nowhere. I'm fresh. Day one. I download the game. My buddy tells me to do it. I open the game. Boom. I experience a bug. I crash 62 times. Where am I going to go? I'm going to go online. Like, where in the game does it tell me how to report a bug? Where in the game? Where? Like, you know what I mean? It's a tiny little freaking actual icon of a butterfly or whatever, a bug. And that's it. You know what I mean? It's like, so if you want that from the community and you are getting a vastly less than satisfactory, you know, poor report of those bugs, that's not on me as the player to like go dive through the technical documentation. Like, show me what you want from me. And that's what I'm saying. Equip me, weaponize me for what you want, BSG. Once again, this isn't an inherently selfish, I just want to be in the know. I just want to be like the big streamers and have Nikita's cell phone number. No, this benefits you. Like, what do you want from your community? What do you want from your players? What do you want from your gamers? Because you don't actually tell us that ever at all. It's been so long since they've talked about reporting bugs on any podcast or anything. And so it's like, if it's, so if there's something else we can do that's better, let's do that. But even if it's just use the report feature, you know, give somebody the weekend task of implementing a button in game where they can do it and tell us you want us to do that more often. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it feels like a fucking uphill battle. I, I agree. Um, I agree. This is, this is, you know, 50% venting, 50% like we can make it happen. You know what I mean? I definitely, I'm definitely no, I understand that it's a, it is an uphill battle and, and it's hard and there's time differences and language barriers. And, and I'm sure that they are more frustrated than we are. You know what I mean? I'm sure that the guys who do look at the Twitter, you know, Dimitri or Tobias or the, you know, the guys that, you know, are on the PR team, I'm sure they get even more frustrated than we do because they probably have the information of the like, man, if they just knew that that what they're saying is meaningless and wouldn't fix anything, man, they would just shut up. And it's like, I know that you can't tell us everything. I know that you can't, you know what I mean? Like that, but I, yeah, I, but I wow. just, I, in a perfect world, and this is something I would never really even like try to do, mm -hmm. but in a perfect world, I would it, it, instantiate myself as the fucking like pro project manager. <laughs> okay. And I, it doesn't need to be me, but I literally know all the things that I would do and how yeah. I would like what, what I would want. And what it would be is it would be communicating. What are the, what are the, from a really high level, what are the things that we're prioritizing? What are the things that we want your feedback on? Um, and also the things we want your feedback on, what what are the high level goals and and like design um, 
ideas or yeah. concepts that we're going for with a particular feature. So with all of that in mind, you can then give us feedback. Like if they say, we've implemented Scav Karma. The main goal of Scav Karma is to get yeah. scavs to, to cooperate between each other, to have all these different interactions, blah, 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 blah. And even potentially on some maps to have PMCs and scavs cooperate with this, 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 and this. Yeah. And this is what we're hoping for. We've added these three mechanics because this is what we think is going to push players to do this, X, Y, and Z. And here's how we're going to reward and incentivize that. So now it's like, okay, you just spoke for 15 seconds, and now I have an infinitely more... Yes. Um, infinitely understanding. more... Uh, an understanding of what you're going for yeah. so that now when I have the experience... I can, yes. I can, I can then look at it through that lens and then figure out success or no success. Yep. So, uh, did you get a chance to see my optics rework video? Part of it, I haven't been able to finish it yet. The whole idea there is, I don't know what the fuck they were going for. Yeah. But if it was yeah. realism, it didn't. It wasn't good. Yeah. If it was consistency, it wasn't good. If it was for, you know, usability, some were good, some were bad. So, like, what the fuck was it? Yeah. And everybody was saying, oh, dude, you know, your score didn't, it was so meaningless, you know, but it, you were, you went plus two, minus two, plus one. And then at the end, you ended up with zero. So what does that mean? They should have done anything at all. Wow. That's an interesting, that's an interesting conclusion. It's a, it's amazing that, you know, you did a bunch of fucking work. You lifted a bunch of thing and then dropped it and then lifted it and then dropped it and lifted it. And then you started right back where you fucking started. Yeah. This is just one metric, but yeah, that's a way of looking at it. But once again, if you, it, if you but, let us fill in the had, blanks for all, all by yourself, you got 50% of the community being like, yeah, this is great because these are more realistic or no, they, they failed because they're not more realistic. And then you got people being like, well, they're supposed to be Everybody fills in the blank and nobody knows exactly what the point was from them. And by the way, but, this isn't rocket science, right? Like every company that makes a product ever does this, right? They do QA, they do testing, they they want uh, feedback from the, from the people they're going to be selling to because they want to make more money. So... We're not talking about like features necessarily. I mean that too, but like, yeah, I just don't understand. The, the, I mean, the, the the way here's here's the way that it worked at um at the because I think there's a lot of overlap mm -hmm. between what they do or what I don't know what they do. I don't know about anything about their processes and their processes could be completely different. And maybe that's part of, course, of the problem. Yeah. I have no idea. But like typically the way it works when I was on a team of twenty engineers at the robotics company is. The, let's say the robot was adding a fucking flamethrower. Okay, cool. Yeah. Those the robot guys are working on that. If I'm working on the mobile app, I know that. Okay, th this is what the flamethrower is going to do. We want to add, and, and there would be a product manager and a, either a, like a designer or whatever that would we'd all sit down, engineer, product owner, who's representing the user basically. Yeah. Um, and that's when you write like a user story which is basically like, as a user, I want to be able to use a flamethrower on my robot from my mobile app. These are the th reasons why, and these are the things I want to accomplish. That's how, like, a story is written. And then user story one, two, three, you know, colon, add a fucking flamethrower to the app, would get assigned to me, and I would sit down, and we'd figure out, okay, what, what, are, the, what are the things I need to do to implement this? What are the requirements? Okay, it has to be accessible from this screen. It needs to be one button press, um, you know, or, and if there's an error, then you're going to show this error message, or if you get an error from the robot, this error message, or if you get some connection error in all other cases, show this generic connection message. 
Um, here's the asset, the PNG for what the fire icon yeah. is going to look like. And and great. How long do you think that's going to take? And I, I think and I say, OK, well, I I know how to make a screen and, you know, I need to make a new communication to the robot. And all I'm doing is sending a packet that says flamethrower on. OK, and it's using all the same protocols. Cool. That's a that's a two point. You know, it, it might take me a couple of days. Great. So then what I do is now I know what it should look like and what it should do. So then when I build it, nobody's going to be surprised. I yeah. give it to QA and when QA looks at it, they take the user story and they use it and look at the requirements, look at what what happened. And if it doesn't meet it, they send it back to me and say, you do it again. Yeah. Like, it's not right. It doesn't take like a lot of work to take something like a user story, which is effectively you can just scribble it on a fucking post-it post note and then give it to, hi, I'm a guy who's not an engineer who doesn't, is not covered in Cheeto dust and I represent the company and we're working on a feature that's going to do this, 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 and this from a high level, none yeah. of the technical yeah, details. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And to say, we want to make this, 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 and this is what we want and you know, let us know how it goes. It's going to be out next week. Yep. And, and and the thing is, is that like the reason why I said I I volunteer myself is because I feel like I'm also on both sides of this where a bunch of people are saying these developers are fucking incompetent and stupid and lazy. Yeah. And I'm telling them like why like defending the developers while also like not like I'm on both sides. For sure. So so like I, I think and I really am not signing myself up for this, but like I want me to do it because I don't fucking know anybody that I yeah. think could do it the same way. Um, but someone who can explain why things are complicated in a simple way, yeah. in a reasonable way, not just like just because it is and it's complicated and you don't get it, but exactly. like in the way that I did some of my getting Tarkov videos where it's like, this is why it's actually complicated <sighs> and networking is hard. And here, and here's, you know, like, Exactly. Fuck, and that's and that's that's where I keep circling back around to as well. That's what I that's what I was trying to communicate earlier, where it's like, I don't want them to think that one step in the right direction is all the steps. I don't want them to think that like, oh, what we want for them is all the cards on the table for them to tell us exactly what the priority level is of every single thing and why. Because that I can I oh my god. Like imagine Don't give us a date. We don't want no, fucking we don't even dates want dates. things. But yeah, it's like imagine no. somebody asking you, like when people would ask you about the battle buddy thing. It's like, of course, you're not you're you're not gonna lay out everything that would be required in that feature. You'd be like, look, this is what I want it to look like, and hopefully it'll be out in the next few months. I don't want them to think that what we want is everything. Literally just exactly that. Somebody to be like at a high level, this is what we want this feature to look like, and this is what we what we hope it does to the game. So then now as the player, I can be like, oh my God, this didn't do that to the game, or it did it, or it did that well. And we want that person to also be like, yeah, we're aware that these issues are going on. You know, the respective teams are made aware of it. You know what I mean? Like, once uh, I'm telling you, like, a, like a once a month state of the game where a guy Dude, separate from the development team could do that and just like get into the nitty gritty with chat. Okay. Yeah. We know it's a shoreline thing. Like, but like, where are you guys experiencing it? And the chat's like, East Wing, East Wing, East that Wing. Would be, that would be my, so my thing, if I was to start it on the show up tomorrow, uh, doing like a, a stream would be great because you can sit and talk to chat yeah. but like the, the lowest hanging fruit is two reddit posts one that's always potentially updated oh, yeah. or at least you know, like once it's basically like this these are the major high level things we're working on i don't want 
like a lot of times they they end up being like we're not going to give you our like our fucking Jira board, which is essentially all the user stories and what week they're in yeah. and who they're assigned to. Like, I don't fucking care about that. We don't no. need that granular. Nope. But but just be like, we're working on streets, we're working on this, we're working on this, but like a little bit more detailed than what they give us, which is we're working on streets, because yeah, you've said that for a million four times. Years, yeah. But but I also want to know like we're finishing up the textures and the loot distribution on streets. The next three things are 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 these you know two or three things that we're planning on doing. Yeah. Um. So then nobody's going to ask when is it going to be done. We now know, or at least you can make an, an estimated guess around what would be reasonable. Oh, okay, it's not decades and it's not minutes. It's yeah weeks or months. And um, they can keep us. But then I would go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. But, so I would have uh, what we're working on, and then I would have a thread that is constantly circulating that is what are the major like top issues that we're aware of and we're working on and part of that is so that you stop report like at some point we don't need more fucking reports yeah yeah at, like and, and honestly like i'm i feel like everything's so shitty with the networking that whenever anybody says anything with the networking they're just roll they're their just eyes. like yeah. they just roll their eyes and, and you get some canned response back because the responses are always like download more ram have you looked into your USB slots? Like yeah. it's so it's either that they are completely unaware and they have no idea, or that this the customer support is completely disjoint from yeah. engineering, which is also a possibility. And I've worked at companies before where I knew the problem and I knew exactly what the fix was, and customer service was telling them the wrong thing for three months. Yeah. And it was making the problem worse. Yeah. You know, so like that's also something to keep in mind. For sure. Um but like just knowing what you're working on and what are the hopes and goals of those things from a gameplay perspective, because because when we have that, it, the, the problem is, is that for, when we have that, we have something to judge it against to know if they yeah. fail or not. But you need to you need to fully understand and digest what's the goal of the feature, which I don't know that necessarily they have. They yeah. might just say. Hey, fucking Steve, you're working on Scav Karma. You have two months. Go for it. And then, and then it's like whatever Steve can come up with. Yeah. Let's give it a shot. They might not have full fucking product owners and broken down user stories and a timeline. Like I, I don't know what they have. That's true. So, yeah. so if they don't have any of that, then it's completely impossible because Nikita doesn't know. Yeah. All Nikita said is Scav Karma. We want people to get along. Yeah. You know what that means, yeah. right? Okay, cool. You're going to have Go that for done it. for 1211, right? And he's like <laughs> But like if I would, you know, if if this conversation happened at the robotics company, there would have been seven people all yelling at each other about whether it should be 0 0.1, 0 0.5 or 0 0.05 or 0 0.01 and all the different use cases oh, for all yeah. the scav karma and all that stuff and a whiteboard with everything fully fleshed out and two weeks of fucking arguments and debates about what the right thing to do is with some sort of in the middle of the road decision made yep. with at least you might not agree with it, but at least a lot of times things went against what I wanted and that's fine. But at least now I can explain this is their reasoning. Yes. It wasn't my idea, yeah. but at least that was their reasoning. If you want to tell them it's wrong, go tell them it's wrong. Yeah. It'll make me look better. Um, but like the thing is, is that you need someone to be able to own a feature and to live and breathe and understand what's the point of the feature so that they know what the requirements are, what are the goals, yeah. and then, then they can measure the success of it and based on that can then tweak it. Um, but then you need someone to be able to communicate that and 
Yeah. I just don't know that that person, like nobody, yeah. nobody, Nikita is that guy. Yes. And, and, and I think he's, he's too exactly. stretched thin to be that My guy. My guess would be that every single person that works there has a super defined job. So Nikita fills in these supplementary roles a lot of times, right? Where he does. Yeah. It's like, he goes on these podcasts and people ask him questions and it's like, that you know what I mean? He's like, frick! I didn't sign up to do this. Like, I don't know, or or I'm working on it. Or I know the team is working on it, so he gives an answer. And so, having somebody, yeah, like separate that can explain those things because it's true. You look at it and you're like, man, what from Battle Say Games perspective? Like, what was Scav Karma supposed to do? Like that we we I was gonna actually bring this up and talk about this, and we can dive into like the Tarkov realm of this in a little bit, but like. I, I I had a realization and then a conversation with chat the other night where I was like, Scav Karma, out except like the you know the numbers of like how quickly I gain it and lose it that can be changed really easy. I was like, Scav Karma is exactly what I wanted it to be, and it worked too well. I like scaving less. There's nothing to do. There's I, nothing to do. There's like nobody to do. nobody fight. It, I if I don't come across a PMC. Then I'm actually I have nothing to do because before I used to be able to pop a scav, yes. I could like at least loot his stuff. But now it's like I scav in a reserve, want... and I meet 63 other player scavs that no one wants to shoot each other. We can't get raiders to spawn. It's the only thing we can kill with neutral karma. The, all the PMCs are gone because they just looted up and left. And I can't kill you. You run towards two jackets. One guy goes on the left jacket, and you're like, well, I guess I get to do one jacket. jacket. I'm not gonna. I I understand it's totally fair and everything, but fuck, I really wanted to see both jackets, yes. but now I don't. So we were talking about it was like, man, like, and we were talking about how that's not a criticism of Battle State Games because this is exactly what I wanted six months ago when they were like Scav Karma. I was like, yeah, dude, like everyone's gonna work together, but I was like, oh, I didn't realize. And so it's like interesting to see like they didn't exactly do that. They didn't really define the goal that they want, the hole that they want Scav Karma to fill. What do they want the game experience to be like post Scav Karma? So I don't have anything to to hold this new Scav experience up against. I don't know if it was because they wanted to make it um, just less violent, if they wanted to make it so that we can make more money. I don't know if they wanted to make it so we gang up on PMCs more. Every single one of those things would have ripple effects that now need to be addressed. If you want us to be killing more PMCs, well, now you're revealing how much more you need to be incentivizing PMCs to stay because I'll get into a reserve rate at 41 minutes and I can't find a PMC in the entire map. This is a 50-minute yeah. raid and nine minutes in, every PMC is gone. So it's like, oh, and there's shit. a million fucking player scabs so, all swarming and it's around. Like, I don't want to get into the weeds there, but it's like, <clears throat> I don't know what to hold this up to. All I know is that scav raids are boring now. See, now in hindsight, though, what they did, here's the deal. If you, if you, and, and again, I, I want to project too much, but if you agree, if you look at it from the perspective of, which again is a total hypothetical. Yeah. Maybe nobody really takes that much time to design any of these features, like really proper design them. Yeah. And maybe, maybe this feature was just a response to stop scav on scav violence. Yeah. Well, mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's just sad because to me it it actually is evidence of like that that next level of design and thoughtfulness. The stuff that I do in all my videos when I'm talking about like, hey, here's where the quests fall short are like these things. Yeah. And here's how they can be improved. Just going a little bit further. Um, you realize that like it was it's it it it's significant, but it's also extremely shallow. 
Yeah. Um, and it to me, it's a little bit maybe more evidence that like there isn't a proper design being done. So like, l- l- let me maybe we talk about Scav Karma a little bit because I think we didn't talk about this yet, and I think there's some interesting stuff to to talk about. But for me, the starting point is what do you want? Yes. What's the goal? What and is the goal? If, and I, and I, I don't know what Battlestate wants. All I can say is what I think I w- would want if I was them. And what I would want is I want player scabs to cooperate amongst each other much more. Now, what does that mean? Cooperate means help each other, defend each other, trade items, hunt PMCs, help each other out, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you want to be able to Trade, help, defend, whatever. Okay, cool. Now you actually have some criteria to say, all right, well, then what features are going to promote yes. those things? Each of those things spawn so it's out like, more things. How are we going to cooperate? Oh, well, all we can do is mumble and fucking wiggle. Okay, well, that's obviously a shortcoming. VoIP will help with that a lot. Cool. We want to be able to, like, you know, trade items. I mean, it happens naturally. We're like, yeah. I'll look for the the one item that is a, the, the most quest item that I have that I don't need, like a gas analyzer or a hose. Yeah. I'm like, drop it for them, and half the time they just shake their head no, and then they throw me, like, a, a fucking AI2 half used or yeah. something, and then half the time they're like, oh, shit, this is what I've been looking for for yeah. a month, and they grab it, and it's like, and then they drop me a fucking, you know, like, key card to labs. It's like, yeah. oh, shit, sick, you know, like... But the thing is, is that like that's that's not thanks to the karma system. That's that's the community. Yeah. They they, they didn't do anything to incentivize that. Yes. Now, if I wanted if I wanted that to happen, there's a couple different ways you could go about it. But I mean, this is what you would do if I was at the whiteboard and we were having a discussion about yeah. designing this feature. First thing that comes to mind, I put a bullet point saying some sort of trade dialogue where you walk up to somebody and when you hit the Y button, it opens up a little window and you can, and there's two things with a check mark yep. and a, you know, an X window and you put something there, you hit the green check. Someone else can put something there. They hit the green check. It trades or, you know, uh, like, like that's like Diablo two, the old trade yeah, method yeah. of Diablo two, um, or whatever. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Now we can actually like have actual trades and then we could tie all sorts of things into it. Maybe, uh, Maybe without any sort of UI, how could we track whether or not you gave something to somebody and help them out? Oh, well, maybe if you, like, drop it, the item has, like, an ID associated with it so that if another scav picks it up within a certain amount of time, like, you would get point oh one yeah, scav karma. karma or whatever. So it's like, but then, of course, then from there, it's like, okay, use case. You don't want to be able to drop items back and forth and just fucking play yes. hacky sack. And so, okay, we need to make it so that you can't cheese it. Okay, cool. So you go through all these things, and you're like, what's a use case? What's a way around yeah. it? What's some of the goods? What's some and of the bads? Seems, what are some of the problems? That, none of that ever happened. Yeah, that seems like, it's like, I from like a, like, that seems so tedious, but that's why it's so necessary. Because it, it, exactly right. Like I feel, it's not tedious. It's fascinating. It's fucking so <laughs> no, much fun. I, yeah, well, to a, to a designer, of course, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and, and and it it feels like it once again i don't want this to just be like us pooping on bsg but that's exactly it feels like it was like scav karma we want the players the scav players to interact more cooperate more and work together more okay how do we de-incentivize them from shooting each other in the face 
all right, ship it. And there was, there was never that second question. Well, how do they interact? Is that a smooth and beneficial process? And is there an incentive to interact with each other? Like it, none of the additional questions were answered. And then because, because it's easy to see exactly like the thing that you just laid out, it's easy to see how deep that rabbit hole goes. And we're experiencing that with all the stuff going on where it's like, we have nothing to do and we can't really trade with each other and nobody wants to kill anything. And it's like, we're like, what are we supposed to be doing? Because and then the question you think you're was doing never, the right thing and you get punished. Yes, because the question was never asked, or it, at least it feels like it was never asked. It's like, okay, we've let's, you know, we this is the system for de-incentivizing people from being violent to each other. Well, what is that? It it feels like the question wasn't asked. Well, okay, what is the experience like? What with what we're left with? What is that experience yeah, what like? Do you, what what do you do other than doing shoot people? What they want, we want them to do. Or no, are we providing ways to do that? Exactly. Trading. Whether it was a trade menu or like you were saying, some sort of ID, how were they incentivizing us to do that? Helping each other. Yes, of course, VoIP is going to help that. But is there a way, to, you know, like you, like we talked about before, little handshakes. I go up to you, you hit Y, you hit Y to me. It says in the bottom right corner, you are now partied with blank. Like stuff like that. Like these aren't inherently complicated questions. And the the, the example that we, we talked about several times towards the beginning of the wipe was like, if you shot me and I killed you, I lost karma. That's like the lowest question. Like, oh, we've de-incentivized them because when you kill somebody, you'll lose karma. Ha I just can't get past that nobody in the conference room was like, well, what if someone shoots you first? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> you know I, what I mean? here's the thing. I bet you they did. And I bet you someone said, well, yeah, but the next logical step is... Well, what happens if two people get in there and they just want to farm it? Yeah. I'm going to shoot you. You're going to kill me. You're going to get Scav Karma plus one. People are going to cheese that. So let's not let's not a reward. Yeah. We don't ever want to reward fucking anybody f because that might be cheesed. So what you have is yeah. a system where someone like me who actually like really dove into the Scav thing, like I'm always wiggling, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, whatever. There are a couple times where I'll like, I'll actually shoot somebody, but I think it's because I just saw a murder. Yeah. But, and I think that one's bad or one's good, but I'm trying to like gauge how the AI reacts to the survivor. To, that's how I need to figure out like this meta thing, which is stupid and it's not the way it should be, but yeah. it's the way it is. And then they, a lot of times they pretend like, yeah, that was the point all along. You're supposed to read the reaction of the other guys to know yeah. like it's some sort of fucking jury or I have no idea. But, but the thing is that, so I've spent, so much time. I've given so many fucking items to player scabs. Yeah. I've walked around. I've wiggled so many scenarios where I've done what I think is like the pinnacle of scavdom, which is like there will be a bunch of raiders on reserve and a PMC, and I'll kill a PMC. I'll gun down four raiders, and I'll heal. And then off in the distance, I'll see a, another player scav pop up and aim at me, and then I'll wiggle being like, we can share this loot that I just earned, yeah. you know, whatever, and I'm saying, please don't shoot me, I'm trusting you, but everything, like, you're not going to get punished, because it's only us two that have survived here, Yeah. so you could kill me and you get everything, but I'm going to not do the shitty thing yeah. and wiggle, even though a lot of times you'd think, like, kill, 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 don't kill like it. That's hard when you see like the yeah, fucking sure. woman hostage and you don't want to shoot oh, the yeah. woman hostage, but you want to shoot the guy like, you know, perfectly 
navigate the don't shoot the scav yep. and shoot all the threats and do the right thing. And then I end up dying or bleeding out or whatever. And then I have 0.8 scav karma, even though I've spent the half of the white playing scav and doing the right thing. Yeah. And then all it takes is for someone who's like, I don't scav at all. I've just taken the, the car exfil a few times on each map and my scav karma is 10 times yours. Yeah. It just proves that like you don't fucking like yeah. either you don't care or you didn't think about what you actually want. Because I don't think at any point they were like, we need people to take the car extracts more. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. They're like, give me a fucking break. Maybe the exfils with the players. Yeah. And, and and I'm and I'm OK with that being like a nice chunk of a reward. But the fact that like. One out of every 10 raids, I get a chance to kill a rogue scav, and I get .01. Yep. And then the next raid, I think it's a bad scav, and I kill him, and now I get minus .05, and it's like, I have to make the right decision six times for every one time I make a mistake yes. to break even. Like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yep. No, I mean, I get it, and and I, I just think, I, I agree with what you're saying. It's like, it doesn't feel like there was like additional questions past the initial feature. And I feel like that's where we're at with Scav Karma. And, and it's just, it's just scary. And I, and I think you said this earlier where you were like, like a potential fear from the, their end is if they communicate something that they're beholden to it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that I can understand if that's a fear on their end, right? Like, you know what I mean? You don't want to say you're going to do something and not do it. I think we have to remember, okay, what I what I would love to communicate to them is that like something that's just as bad, if not worse, is happening, which is that everybody fills in the blank and then they go around to the perspective, you know, or their respective like Twitch streams and, and, and discords and reddits and spread that false information. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you experience this all the time. So do I, you know how many people like just make these like crazy ballsy assumptions but they speak them into existence like they're fact you know what i mean it's like oh yeah well battle oh, you mean like you mean like literally everybody battle in ga <laughs> battle state games nerfed this because they did this and they did it for this and i'm like what like where do you have information that they specifically took this out of you know the loot pool or whatever for that exact reason well, it's like, well, why else would they do it? Oh, okay. So you can't. So you so can't now you think just of any under, other. Yeah, non you just you just undermined reason. your whole thing. You came in here and you said you stated something to be a fact. You and you didn't just state it. You actually tried to help somebody else by stating something as fact. And then as soon as I ask you about it, he's like, well, I can't think of another reason. Like that's not enough of a reason to say something is a fact because you can't think of another reason. So we're, and we're not even here to talk about that. But what I'm saying is that I, what I would love to communicate with them is like that that's happening. Like they don't want to say something and then be beholden to it, but everybody fills in the blank. Everybody speaks random bull crap as fact. It confuses the player base. It confuses freaking everybody. You know what I mean? And that's worse. And then, and then to be honest with you, a, a freaking worse thing has happened which I feel this like bearing down on Nikita's soul. Like that man cannot open his mouth without it being scripture. You know what I mean? Like, like, ev like everybody freaking. And that's what, that's why he doesn't want to say exactly. anything fucking anymore. It's at a all. cyclical thing, man. It just, because he, he, he's like, Oh, well we don't want to give a date and then we're not, you know, not able to do it. So we'll say, 
streets got pushed, it'll be early 2022. Oh man, well, January 1st, 2022, people are going to start freaking out and you're going to start hearing about it every single day. Whereas what I want to show them, what I want to, I want to paint them a picture of what you said earlier, where we got a guy that does a monthly show that talks about here are the top 10 things we're working on and where they're at. And here are the top 10 bugs we're working on and where they're at. Well, now every month we all get to realign our expectations. So we all have one place to look. Exactly. We can all go to this tweet or this thread. And so instead of in, in June, Nikita saying, oh, we're going to push streets early 2022 and then not hearing about streets again until March where he says, ah, we're not going to be able to hit that deadline. We move it. The weight of that expectation being missed is so much heavier than the weight of like one month later. They're like, hey, like we talked about last week, how these are the things that were tripping us up with this part of streets. Well, that, those are bigger than we thought. So we might have to like, oh, my God. And, and that's the story I want to paint them because I see it. I see the cyclical uh, routine they're in. We're exactly you're right. Nikita says something. We all take it like it is scripture we all regurgitate we regurgitate it over and over we make youtube videos about it people ask where well, what you know i haven't played the game in a while what's up with streets we regurgitate we regurgitate and this happens for months and months and months and then nikita says hey we can't hit this the community outrages and all that so you fucking lying so, sack of shit so he very much so responds exactly like i would be like well i want to say even less now but I, I just like, man, I want to paint you a picture. It's like, man, if you said more and if you not even necessarily more as in like, give us more information, Different. give us, give us a date, but give us, give us information regularly. Give us a monthly show. Give us a biweekly. Like that is that that's the solve for that because you're, 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 you're not letting down because as long as it's months, not Nikita yeah. or a developer. You're not because letting like, eight months worth of expectations down. You're just adding to a conversation that's so different yeah. that's so different and of course you're still going to have people that troll and of course you're still going to have people like i'm not saying i'm not saying this is the magic pill that fixes everything but once again you're buying back an incredible amount of empathy and ownership nobody in the community feels like they oh they don't nobody we don't feel like we own the game right now you know what i mean we're just like passengers in this thing and we're confused and nobody knows like we got old bugs returning. We got old bugs that are still here. We got new bugs. We got Scav Karma. We're confused we, about we what it means. A, we bought like, a bus ticket. We bought a bus ticket for a sweet uh, vacation. And every now and then, we it seems like we're stuck in like the fucking back alley where there's just like homeless dudes masturbating and there's <laughs> drug addicts selling shit. And there's just like, we're like, you know, and, and every now and then when you're like vacationing in Jamaica, you find yourself like driving through the yeah. sketchy part before you get out to like the beach or whatever. But it's like at, at, at some point I'm starting to wonder, is this what I signed up for or yeah. is this just a detour because there's some road construction or, yeah. you know, like, Dude. fuck me. And I, I, I either want to get off the bus, you know, or call an Uber, yeah. you know, and, and get taken elsewhere. And the concerning thing that's happening is the amount of people that are traditionally and for years have been the people that go, no, 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 I'm sure it's just construction. They're starting to pull out their phones and call Ubers. That's what it's like. It's like, oh man, you know what I mean? It's like the one confident, you know what I mean? Like when the captain of the ship starts to panic, you know, it's over. He's the one that's supposed, and that's what's happening. The community's starting to see these people that are really chill, really mild mannered, really positive about the game go, I can't. I'm going to play something else for a while. 
and then it just adds gasoline to the fire that is the you know the Tarkov internet community and it's not going to end well i i am worried i don't i don't know anything i don't want to i don't want to sound like to people that i know exactly what i'm talking about i just this doesn't feel like a like a game design issue this doesn't feel like this is a people issue i understand people fairly well that is something that is something i would i would stake my claim on that jesse kazam is good at not game design not even good at playing video games to be honest with you but i i know people and i and i feel like i communicate exactly what i'm thinking well and because i know those things that's where i have the audacity to be like i truly believe that if they communicated with their community better and in a few different ways that I feel like I know this would be a positive for them. This isn't me coming out of my wheelhouse and saying you need to develop a game differently. You need to develop features in a different order. You need to anti-cheat netcode. No, I don't know that stuff and I will always default to the people that do. But this isn't that. This is people. This is this is people feeling like they're heard. This is people having empathy. This is people feeling ownership, feeling excited. This is the stuff I understand, emotion. And, and I'm just worried that by the time they like, you know what I mean? I'm worried that they, it's an empty auditorium where they're like, guys, point 13 streets. And everybody's like, dude, I just, because you already see it. You already see it where it's like, oh, we're doing this map. And everyone's like, oh, I'm super excited to see what bugs it is. I'm super excited. Like you're souring the taste of this game in people's mouth. And I'm just scared. And I'm dude, like, you dude, see, you're seeing like the, the, this is a, this is a, a like a perspective that you can only get with enough time and enough like dipping yeah. your feet into the water before you know you start to really because remember a lot too long ago you were like no nah, dude I'm I'm excited and like I oh, am for sure look, and, and I'm uh, like what, what were you saying um, you are optimistic like I'm cautiously yeah. optimistic and it's like I wish that I could have said the same at the time and that I could now because like I'm. It's it's less optimistic and more like this. Ha I know this has the potential. I just don't. Every piece of evidence makes me not. Yeah. Makes me less optimistic. Um, yep. But again, that's that's a that's that's on them. Yeah. I think you know what I mean. Like and and they kind of need to to own that and to realize it. I mean, honestly, the hard part though is that like at the end of this little mini saga that we're in right now the end result might be a brighter future for tarkov where we all have much more communication and everything or it might be they don't want to fucking talk to me anymore and yeah. you know or insert whatever other content creators here and you know then a new group of people who come yeah. in that are now their favorites and and then insert all the conspiracy theories you know like maybe maybe that's what we are maybe we're the second batch and all the cottons and whoever that don't, you know, that aren't really super active in the community, they were the first ones or whatever. I like, mean, it's you're. I, I'm I'm scared of that exact thing. I was watching a streamer. I don't want to name who because I don't want people going in the in the chat. But like one of my f absolute favorite to watch original OG Tarkov streamers that I have not seen play Tarkov in a long time. And somebody asked him, and he was like, somebody was like, "Yo, would you ever think about checking out Tarkov?" And immediately he was like, "Oh man, I don't know. It's just that's just not what it used to be, man. The community's just." wild right now just like that was it it wasn't like it wasn't like oh yeah you know they slowed down the combat and it's not really a game that i enjoy anymore it wasn't that you know what i mean it was like yeah it was like i don't know what they're doing and it's confusing me and the community seems toxic and yeah and i was like oh crap 
I don't want to. I don't want to end up there. Like I freaking. I I love this game, but I get it. I wasn't even mad at that dude. I was like, oh, I freaking get it. You know, it's so. Dude, it's like when you're in college and one of your friends who's a year younger than you is still in high school, and they're like, "Did you hear about the drama?" And you're like, "I've fucking moved on from yeah, that, yeah. dude. Are you kidding me?" Yep. Like that's what that's what it I, what I'm avoiding. I don't want it to be like, yeah. "No, man, I'm." I've left and I'm now fucking a Destiny 7 streamer and, you know, <laughs> all those people, all those people still stuck in the trenches and yep. all, you know, and, and because half of them are then arguing like the game's going the wrong direction. No, the game's going the right direction. Everything's fine, dude. No, the problem is the player base. No, and it's like the same shit that happens over and over and over yeah. and over and over and over again, all over again. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess what I need to say is like to everybody that questioned me over the last year, like I fucking told you. So. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I guess I need to end this on a. There's a. Yeah. I mean, there's a universe where the last year and a half I was complaining it was all wrong until just now. There, and now I'm right by accident. There's a universe. <laughs> but it ain't this damn universe. Um. I don't know, man. So I, I just don't know. I just don't know how to, once again, my like, my biggest fear is coming across like that Twitch chatter. You know what I mean? Which is why I am very, very careful to not speak about things unless it's stuff I know about, which is why I felt more comfortable uh, being a little bit more aggressive on these past few podcasts, because at the end of the day, I feel this is an inherently human problem, not a game design problem. And I'll die on that hill. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that they're not doing, I'm not saying that they're doing everything right from a game design perspective, but I just have no leg to stand on there. And I just see a future where they've bought, they buy back so much love and empathy and, and support from the community. So it's like, but I just don't know what to do. You know what I mean? I, I don't have, I don't have contact. I'm not in contact with anybody from BSG. I don't. I, I, so that's why I'm I'm excited. To, that's why I'm potentially excited about like a thing. If it's like a thing we could do, a Discord, a Reddit, a, a website, a, a something like because because I want so badly to talk to Nikita for 30 minutes and just ask him some questions and give my very unprofessional advice. I'd love to talk to, but I just I just don't know. I don't know what to do. It's like, I feel like I've got part of the answer. I don't know who to tell it to. I don't think they'd want to talk to me. And the very, very last thing I want is to come across like another person that thinks they have the answer, but they don't. So I just in this weird spot where I'm like, oh, I don't know. And, and that's and that's why I really, as much as we've wanted to get Nikita on the podcast, like I really want to get him on the podcast too. But there's there's a world in which we get him on the podcast and it it goes all wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because we end up with, are you aware of the bug? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, what do you want to do about that? You know, what are your thoughts on the design of this feature? Tell us about the things that you want. You know, oh, we're hoping for A, B, and C. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about the, what about like all these different use cases? And, you know, this is kind of an interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll sort it out. It's, so it's going to be a work in progress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Yeah, you know, yeah, like dude. I mean, I mean, one hundred percent. It goes back to you know some of one of our most viewed episodes is the whole like Tarkov needs vision. Like it goes back to that exact same thing. Like what we want, what we want, what we need is is somewhere in between. And I know I don't know if there's a word for this. I don't know how to I don't know how to phrase this, but I know exactly what phenomenon you're describing. Where 
the like middle portion of this conversation gets cut out. We start from, do you know about this bug? You know, and because their answer is so short, yes, we skip completely over a part of a conversation where they talk about like what they wanted that feature to look like, why they wanted that feature to look that way, how it fits into the broader scheme of the lore of Tarkov. And we, because their answer is so short, we, we leapfrog that and we jump to what if, what if when a scav did this and we go right to like this crazy theory crafting and then Nikita's eyes roll into the back of his head and all these, about how complicated all these the ideas come is. out and then everybody bounces off each other. Yeah. And sometimes those are amazing ideas. Sometimes they're dumb ideas, but we skip whatever that we skip right over all the meaningful conversation to like an overwhelming amount of like, yeah, well, of course that would be cool, but we've got all these other things we're working on. And it's like, it's because there's no, like, give us something from your end. Tell us what you want the game to look and feel like. Tell us what you want this feature to accomplish. Tell us what you, because A, we want to hear it. We're starved for it. And every time you say a little bit about it, like when he was talking about streets, oh my God, those videos were getting hundreds of thousands of views. We're, we're starved for what you want this game to be. And then it helps inform the ideas and the theory crafting that we do, because now we've got boundaries right that's like that's almost like the cardinal problem of escape from tarkov theory crafting is because nobody knows the game nikita wants to make where we're our theory crafting is from all different dimensions and some of those things would require an additional year's worth of work to implement you know what i mean like you know how you know how like some the most creative people give themselves boundaries like i have to write a song with only two chords and, and yeah. like restriction it's like restrict us Nikita like tell us exactly what you want this game to be it helps inform us it helps us hold the game up against something and it helps and us then, and even then, yeah. give better ideas because they're going to be more nuanced like because then, and then all the feedback is it's like specific. directed yes direct so so like it's not a bunch of people all saying well I'm not going to state what my end goal is but here's my seven things about how to get to the end goal I'm not stating yeah and then other people are like, those seven things don't line up with my end goal that I'm not stating yeah. in my head, but it's always just scav karma. Yeah. And it's never like, if Nikita said, I want these four things and this is the goal for scav karma, well, now we have a way of saying good, bad, theorycraft, idea, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, so, I mean, maybe if we, maybe that's a good place to start. Like, if we ever have him on the podcast, we... We basically say, let's not talk about anything specific about timelines yeah. or any specific mechanics or anything like that. But let's talk about experiences and yeah, yeah, like yeah. and more nebulous. Yeah, you know, like I want to be creeping through a thing and see somebody and have there be a, a is are they a threat? Are they friendly? And have that moral dilemma and whatever. And then also like tell tell us, give us that. Yeah. Because then nobody can say that you're wrong. Yeah. It's your game. That's bad. Yeah. You know? So so that's the thing. And then and that's the other thing too, is that like a lot of the criticism or even, you know, even when it's constructive, I have to kind of assume that these are the things they want, which is why yeah. I think my whole Tarkov is not meant to be fun video was like a big eye opener for me and a lot of other people, which is like, oh, well now all these other things that were bad design 
or were broken. Maybe they're not, and maybe they actually make sense in that yes, context. Yes. And from that context, it's reasonable. Okay, well then now let's start looking at other things through that context. Oh, well now there's reasonable things around like, well that doesn't fit into that context, it's just bad user experience. Yeah. So it, it doesn't help make like a, you wanna feel like you're a, you know, a helpless, alone, <laughs> whatever, when there's a spinner, you know, yeah. and you click a button and it doesn't work, you know, like that's not. Cause that's powerful. Yeah. Like we, we just, I, we had a little microcosm of that the other day. Somebody came into chat and somebody was like, do you guys ever get the feeling that like the maps were not designed with video games in mind? Like, like they don't feel like shooter maps. And I was like, you're right. I was like, they're not supposed to. I was like, did you know that when they design these maps, almost every single, every almost every single map in the game is designed after a very specific building and almost models it one to one scale. And the original vision behind this was just to make you feel scared and alone and walking through these real life things. And the guy went, oh, that's awesome. Completely flipped the opinion of what it was only through vision and context, right? Not through changing anything, not through any theory crafting. It was just, oh, that's dope. And you know why? It's the, it's the, here's what happens. You see an arrow hits the wall over there. And then we say, well, if the, if the bullseye's over there, that was a really bad shot. Yep. And Nikita says, the bullseye was right there and yeah. it fucking lights up and it's a perfect shot. Yeah. But oh, we never get that. Exactly. We all are just like, where's the bullseye? Exactly. And the fucking arrow hits and we're like, and, and and half the people say, that is absolutely where they were aiming. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. Those are the those are the true fucking believers that no matter what, and and that's what we get classified as the true believers all yeah, the time. All the even time. though even though we are just as critical, if not more critical, but constructive of 100%. BSG. I, what I want to know is I want them to shoot the arrow blindfolded and say where were you aiming that arrow yeah you tell me before you take off your fucking blindfold <laughs> yeah you tell me where you were aiming it because if you say oh, i was aiming for for this point right there then i can say great shot nice <laughs> I, I i might want you to i, I might have put it somewhere else but at least i know you shot where you were aiming yeah, that's all i want to know but yeah but if we're debating and and that's honestly yeah. like that i mean that just goes back to a lot of the shit that that goes on just in like IRL. Yeah. Oh yeah. When it comes to like people are just debating past each other because they're, they're they have different terms and yeah. you know they're using different words and they have different goals different where it's like yeah. Which is why like you know we're not getting into politics but why when you hear like a Republican on the on the right and on the left and they all fucking yell at each other and it's always like it's never let's find some common ground where we can agree on certain basic like yeah axioms and then from there we can say okay cool you know okay let's let's agree that you know the first definition of of health is not dying yeah if you and can then go th then it's there. like okay yeah. cool is a bullet to the aorta better or worse for your health worse we have a we have agreement now let's work backwards yeah and i always try to do that but that always comes off as being pedantic or overly yeah. picky when it's like, no, I'm just trying to start at a fucking obvious place where two people on opposing sides can be and like, agree. yeah, we obviously, and then you take one step and one step. And then eventually if, if you do that and you're honest, eventually you end up with a, but then what about this? And then one person goes, 
okay, I think I see your point now. Yeah, because you it find becomes a, fucking clear. You find a much truer, like, divergence point. Everybody thinks, yeah, it's like a, a much more accurate place where the opinions shift. And because there's so much agreement behind that disagreement, there's built-in empathy. Because yeah. now I can see, I, I now know that you agree that health is not dying and a bullet to the aorta is bad and lung cancer is bad and this and like now at least i know we agree on all these things so i can kind of see where you're coming from with this being the divergence point 100 percent. and so maybe and, uh, yeah go ahead no i was gonna say in like in these discussions in a metaphor like this it always starts off with government should ban cigarettes no you can't take away my right to freedom and yeah. it's like they're so they're like adjacent, but like they're starting off so many different so, places yeah. where it's like you need to start back at essentially you need to let us agree where the target is. Yes. Even if it's a hypothetical, let's just say, which I like to do all the time, let's just say that the target's there. And then you look and you see that the arrow is either in it or it's not. Well, then, you know, once you have a hypothetical or you have some common ground, you can you can yeah. have agreement. If you're using uh, one person's using fucking Fahrenheit thermometer and the other person is using a fucking ruler and you're sitting there debating, you know, the value of something, you're you're yeah. you're wasting your fucking time. Yep. Yep. And and maybe because that's like that's a much more eloquent way of saying exactly what I was like trying so hard to get out all those months ago where I was like that was Tar eloquent Tarkov. Well, more <laughs> obviously. Where, where I, I was, think I talked about a masturbating homeless man. I don't think that was anything that was I've something said today is elegant. <laughs> um, yeah, that's very true. Like that's what I'm. That's what I was trying to communicate when I was back then. When I was like Tarkov needs vision. It's exactly this. It's we need to all community and developers realize where the target is. And so maybe that's a great place to start. If we get Nikita on and we are, like, we are not going to ask about timelines for features. We are not going to like throw out ideas like, yo, do you think you can implement this or fix this bug, please? It's like what we want is for you, the guy that's been thinking about this game since, you know, five years before you even founded BSG to just help us figure out where the target is. And, and paint a picture of the vision of what's supposed to be, what you want this experience to be like. And then maybe we can hone in on a few specific things. And it's like, all right, with Scaf Karma, like, what do you want that to be? Like, what do you want the experience to be? And just help both sides find some common ground. And, and the sad part is that might be the hardest thing. Like, when I'm if I'm writing a song and I, I have it very clearly in my mind, like what I want the whole thing to be. Yeah. And if someone's like, explain it to me. My only response is just fucking wait until it's done. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't. It's it's so many intangible emotions and feelings and thoughts and visions that maybe that's what Nikita is struggling with and has been for here's, so long because he's like, here's the thing. He though. has tell he's me never actually like tell me where I'm wrong here. It. Tell me where I'm wrong here. Do you not forfeit a piece of that? If you sold a thousand tickets to your friends and family, family for them to come hear the idea as it stands today, you forfeit the ability to say, just wait, you sold us all tickets because that was the only way you were going to afford the guitar. So show like, you know, I don't know. Like, I just, I just feel like I get that from a certain perspective, but 
the game's been in development for four years. Everybody that plays it every single day is confused. I don't feel like it's so much to ask to be like, hey, at least try. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I guess it's it's something that I don't. There's the distinction between he's not obligated. No. Um, and for he's sure. Not, but he doesn't owe us what, anything. What's the, what's the what's the distinction between like? He doesn't. He doesn't owe us, and we didn't pay to like have him answer the yeah, thing or whatever. But for, at, like, at the access, same, like, to but it's one of those. But it's one of those things that like. I feel. It's like your duty, your responsibility. Even though, like you know, if I lent somebody money and then I didn't pay them back, or or something like that, you know, or. Let's say you went to a fucking friend's birthday party and I was like, hey, Joe, I'm not gonna be able to pick up a gift. Can you pick up an extra gift and I'll I'll get you back for it? That's not something that he will ever take me to small claims court over. Like yeah. he actually definitely has a but like I'll feel shitty my whole life if I don't yeah. pay him back for that thing. It's just the right thing to do. I feel like I feel like it's the, like the right thing at this point for like if Nikita to to do his best to communicate that but yeah. honestly like i understand how hard like i'm saying that and i'm saying like yeah dude just communicate it just come up with an idea that everybody can agree with and understand and then now i say that out loud and i'm like now i realize maybe why he doesn't fucking bother <laughs> because yeah. like because even if he has that vision he has to perfectly boil it down into something to communicate then he has to communicate it, and then people have to then digest it exactly how he wanted, and then he has to live to that, which might be, may or may not be the right interpretation. Yeah, so I mean, yes and no, hard, though. Man. Yes and no. I just, I just, you can't, like, I don't know. Once again, I definitely agree he doesn't owe us anything. It's, it's, there's two, two reactions I have to what you just said. One is, take a, like, one is what I'm what I want to communicate to him is like, yeah, maybe it is hard. But what I'm telling you is that like this will be better for your, the community. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like we were saying earlier. It's like I know humans. I can tell what people are feeling. And I'm telling you that if you try, it's going to be better for your community and then probably for your company and probably for your game. The other yeah. the other thing to that is like as much as I totally get that, like he's leading a company, right? Like he has to, he has to have at least a decent enough semblance to be able to answer our questions, right? Because he goes to work every day and is responsible for hundreds of people employment. They're making a game. You know what I mean? They're not like at the starting point in the ethereal, like, man, what should this be? They're assuming that he, assuming that he's able to, assuming that he's able to articulate and communicate those things to the people and the people are able to build it exactly how he wants it. Which is an assumption that I don't know I'm willing to say is actually I, yeah. happening. But, but so ma but maybe that to, I just feel like I have we yeah. have to hold him to the standard of like we have to assume that yeah, yeah we have to assume that like you know what I mean like you don't you don't walk into we a store and yeah. assume that like they're bankrupt and going under and you need to buy everything you can to support the local business. It's like I assume yeah. that you know what you're doing with this bakery and I'm gonna come in and consume some of it I, I don't know that's a terrible analogy i just i just don't think i mean i think given some of the examples we've gotten over the past few years is is why you're saying like i don't know if we can assume that they but i don't i don't know i don't know 
See, the, 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 the thing is, um, and, and this is actually relevant, uh, one of the few times I'll comment on chat, but so what somebody just said is, what has been the response every time Nikita fully followed his vision? Look at when they've removed thick cases or no container items, weight system, healing animations, it's always hate. That's because, again, it goes back to what I was saying with, don't talk about specific mechanics. Like, yep. those are the things that, what, what ends up happening is someone says, we're going to remove thick cases and we're going to up the weight system. And everybody goes, why? This fucking exactly. sucks. Because we don't know why. Are they, half the people say, they're just trying to make it slow down for chads. And then the other half of the people are saying, they're trying to ruin the game for casuals. And then the other half of the people say, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yep. It's all willy nilly because we don't know why. The only thing we ever get is it's Tarkov eats shit. And it's like, exactly. Exactly. I completely agree. It's it's not necessarily saying that <laughs> three halves. It's all right. It's not necessarily saying that nobody would hate the feature. Like I totally get what he was saying. It's not saying that they wouldn't get. But but like the thick items case thing is a great example. And the weight system, really, the thick items case. That was a nuclear bomb that went off that day because everybody just woke up and it happened. You know what I mean? The weight system. There was no. As far as I can remember, there was no podcast where they were like, hey, we want to, we're going to really make the weight system mean something. And this is how we're going to do it. And this is why we're going to do it. We want these things to be accomplished with those things. If they did that, it would have been a completely different response. It, it There would have 100% been people that absolutely hated the weight system. Even after them doing it, it wouldn't make everybody love it. But it would have been a completely different response to it well so so devil's advocate um i don't remember all of the things because they get beaten to death so much that i put them out of my brain it's entirely possible that you rewind three years ago and every other week there was a podcast where the the answer to the question of like how are you going to solve this problem that everybody's complaining mm -hmm. about is we're gonna don't worry in the future three years from now we're gonna implement the weight system yeah and then they talk about it so much that nobody wants to hear about it anymore. And then nobody starts, nobody talks about it. And then a year later, there's a million new players and they implement the thing that they were talking about that was supposed to fix a bunch of issues everybody's forgotten about because we've all moved on to cheaters and yeah. RMT and blah, blah, blah. So I can't say that they never explained it. But I can it's, say it's that just I can it's just that they never said like it, it was never the, like the timeliness of it. Exactly. about Here's what we're doing and here's why. But that's what I'm saying. I can say that that's enough for me to have that argument. Like if you're saying play devil's yeah. advocate, what if they'd said that all the time? I can say it's irrelevant if it's a year ago. You know what I mean? It's it's listen, this is what we're doing tomorrow. You know what I mean? This is what yeah. we're doing next patch. And here's why. Here is what here is the gameplay elements we want this to support. Here is what we're trying to move away from. And that's what's crazy is that like I, sometimes I don't understand why Nikita is so hesitant. Because he's very open anytime anybody asks him about like metas. Oh, no, we don't want metas. We want to do metas. Oh, yeah, we want to slow people down. But they, they never put the two and two together and say, hey, this update, we're implementing this feature. We want this feature to accomplish this goal. You know what I mean? Give us feedback on, you know what I mean, how it's going. But this is what we want. The weight system, you would have absolutely still had people on Twitter saying this is the worst thing to ever happen to Tarkov, yada, yada, yada. But I believe that that number would have been reduced dramatically. The feedback would have been much more um, overall. I believe that the feedback would have been much more focused and been like, hey, you're definitely accomplishing what you're wanting to do. You're maybe a little too much. 
You know what I mean? And they probably would have dialed it back a little bit just like they did, but it wouldn't have been a volcano of just hatred and disgust and more importantly, yeah. confusion. You're exactly right. All those three different groups of people were then attributing this change to something different and contradictory things. Like you were saying, a group of people were saying they're trying to hurt the casuals, a group of people saying they were trying to hurt the chads, and a group of people were saying they actually have never played this game before and they don't know what they're doing. And it's like that right there, you would have 100% fixed. You still would have had people hate it. You still would have had people frustrated by it, but you wouldn't have had people say like, it would have said exactly what, what they said and in a timely manner. So it's like, and I think, I think that goes a long way. And that's what, that's what I want. That's I want to grab Nikita's collar and that's what I want to tell him. It's like, I'm not telling, this is, you're not going to avoid hate. You're not going to avoid confrontation. You're not going to avoid a toxic community, but you're going to empower the majority of your players. I believe the vast majority of your players to understand, to not be confused and then decide if they want to buy into something or not. I think confusion is the enemy here and everybody's confused. Yeah. Confusion and, and ambiguity. And um, yeah, I mean, because uh, just, just think about like, even if, even if there's like, 50 of the top streamers all get in into like the summit with Nikita and it's like yeah this is the this is what the goal of this thing is it's like great well now you've just turned 50 people into 500,000 because of all of yeah. everybody's reach and and that's way more powerful than like a tweet um in many cases but instead you just have a bunch of a bunch of those people the streamers and their communities are otherwise just having arguments past each other mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. because they can't agree which way is up, you know, and yep. you can't, like I said, you can't have a, you can't have an argument or a discussion yeah. with any meaningful sort of end result. If you're, if you mean different things with the same words, yeah. it just ends up being a giant circle jerk and hundred percent. Yeah. It's not fruitful and you just end up with resentment basically. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I, yeah, I mean, it, it just all comes down to that confusion and ambiguity, man. And I see it, you see it in every facet. You see it in how they deal with cheaters. You see it in people accusing them of things, how they deal with business practices, with development, how features are developed, how their QA is, how bugs are reported, how bugs are fixed. It's all ambiguous. So everybody assumes, everybody fills in the blank. And that is just de facto factually objectively bad for them right now <laughs> everybody maybe filling that, in I the blanks maybe that explains why the like i mean rewind two years ago i used to say nothing but good things about the tarkov community when it was part of it is because it was smaller but the other part of it was because i also felt like we maybe knew a little bit more 100 percent. i believe but like but like right now like the community went from being one of the fucking coolest online to now everybody's talking about how toxic and shitty the community yes. is. And it's because all we do all day long is I have to sit here and defend against like conspiracy theories that Nikita is just scamming us out of money and he doesn't care. And that these other people are just making money from cheaters. And it's like all these bullshit where it's like, everybody's just making stuff up because nobody knows what the fuck is going on. And there's no explanation. And it's, we're fighting, like we're fucking eating ourselves alive yeah because Dude, it, we don't know it's absolutely it yeah. feels like it feels like bsg in the community 
back in like 2017, 2018, right? It was a small community. BSU was a small team. And because of that, I felt like there was a lot of communication and a lot of understanding because Tarkov was so niche, you had to know at least what it was trying to be in order to get into it and buy it, right? Like so few people were streaming it, so few people were playing it. What happened was <laughs> BSG and the community went opposite ways. Once you start getting Shroud, Summit, you know, the drops event, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people, like you just got to realize that's the thing. When you get Shroud playing a game, when you get Summit playing a game. Shroud was playing before me, but yeah. Yeah, but then he didn't for a really long time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you get Shroud and you get Summit. When he was playing when he was when he had 150 viewers. Exactly. Not, I was, when it was under NDA. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And then now when you get that happening, like you have to you have to understand that that's just the way the world works. When Summit starts playing a game, there's going to be a few hundred people that just buy it. I don't. What is this game? It's just Summit Guns purchase. So the community got larger, and more confused about this complicated, convoluted, hardcore, frustrating game. And BSG was like, oh, we're not just like a few people like around a table anymore. Like this crowd is getting, and I feel like they, they just went in and, and, and then the community continued to grow and it continued to get more confusing. And then they just kind of backed up a little bit more. And I, I definitely agree with you. I definitely feel like a few years ago, it was different. It felt different. So many less people would have considered this community toxic i was in random discords where people were like oh you know i'm giving away a docs case you know like let's link up it just it was just i'm not saying nobody's happy or having fun or good blah 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 but i agree with what you're saying and so i think that part of that is an increase in confusion and ambiguity about the game's features about what it's supposed to be about when it's coming out about when this feature is coming out about you know what am i supposed to use is the bitcoin farm worth it it just keeps getting more and more confusing. And as more and more people play it, that's just not a good thing for for them. They didn't, I feel like they didn't respond to the growth. You know what I mean? You just you just have to be a different game company, right? You know what I mean? When you like you would you would be a different game company if you knew 250,000 people were gonna play your game in beta, right? Like if you would prepare for that. And it's very understandable that they didn't know that. You know what I mean? Nikita has said that they used to think that if they ever got to 30,000 concurrent players, they would consider the game a success. You know what I mean? So, you know, seven, eight, nine times that is a lot bigger. But I feel like what we're seeing is that they never caught up to that. They never, as far as like community manager side of things, they never like caught up to like informing. I mean, I remember seeing... You know, I remember seeing weekly shows about like all the things that they were adding or changing to Fortnite when that started blowing up. I remember seeing weekly shows, The Division, when the first one came out, they did State of the Games every week and I ate that up, dude. They were nerfing this skill. They were balancing this skill. They were doing this. And there's so many people were playing this game and it spurred content and it spurred. Yeah, and so I just feel like they didn't, they never adapted to the fact that hundreds of thousands of people aren't getting anything from them, you know? So maybe that'll be a starting point because my my assumption is that if if I if I were to go to them and say, you know, maybe we feel like there's not the maybe there's something missing with the communication that that might be like a 
really we had no idea kind of thing you know yeah. or we've been we've or we've been very open you know I, I don't know we'll have to see yeah what happens <sighs> yep yep well I feel like we've adequately <laughs> communicated our our thoughts. This is, you know, it's funny. This is exactly how I feel at the end of fucking therapy session. Oh, bro. Where it's just like, speak your mind. You you get people validating that you're not crazy. And, you know, and then you realize like, oh, you know, there's problems with this person. And there's also problems with me that I got to work on and yep. such and yada, yada, yada. And. Now I got to like get in my car and drive yeah, home and there's like, a, there's, like it's like a whole story where like in the my middle it's like racing in the middle you're like oh we're doing it we're fixing everything you're on that high and then you're like yeah all right that was a good session and it's like yeah. damn wait real life like I got to go launch Tarkov right now <laughs> Yeah no I get it But yeah I hope like I hope that uh, people understand that, like, obviously, we do this and talk about this stuff through the lens of, like, truly loving this game and wanting the best for it um, and for it to be fun. And I hope, like, I don't know, man. Sometimes I'm like, bro, you should just send a key to this podcast. Like, there's no, we've, we're never going to communicate what we wanted to communicate better. But then I'm like, I don't know about that. But I don't know if anybody at Battles Day watches the podcast or anything. But it's just like, I hope people know, man. It's, it's, Yeah. It's hard. We've talked about this before that it's really hard. It's hard to stay in the middle because people want you to pick a side. It's not it's not hard for me to to retain a healthy balance of optimism and, and criticism. It's not it's not hard for me to do that. But what's hard is that people come into, you know, our chats, our YouTube comments, and they want us. So they might hear a fragment, a segment, or a clip, and they call us the Tarkov deniers and they think we hate it. Or they call us the Tarkov, you know, truest, and we think everything they do is great. And I, and I think that to me is the hardest thing. It's like it's I'm I always feel like I have to over preface and do all this stuff because it's like I know somebody's gonna think I'm this or somebody's gonna think I'm that. But I just hope people know that it's like, damn, we really just are excited about the game and want what's best for it and are frustrated with how it's been. So I don't know. The hard the hard part is that there are people. Unfortunately, so many of the people on the internet are like the commenter that I got a million fucking notifications from on our last YouTube video. Oh, geez. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw this at all, but, uh, <laughs> uh, there was, there was a comment. I just love this because it's a perfect fucking example of like zero to 60. Like, why does anybody engage on the internet kind of thing where, so, so this guy, his name is branch off Bush. He, he commented saying, the way Veritas acts about wanting to help the game is how I feel about Sea of Thieves, and I'm on the third year of my CSC degree. I'm dead ass about ready to apply to Rare for QA because <laughs> the game is starting to shit. And then this other guy named Mike, who's Mike? Uh, Freaking Mike. Responds with, I don't think he wants to help, meaning me. Mm -hmm. He just wants to act like I had something to do with the change. Glad Jesse took over his spot. Because he was getting quite annoying. I'm not really sure. What the hell? There. Um, oh, and is this guy responding to, like, everybody's comments? Yeah, oh, and I keep getting fucking... I, and, and, he, and And I responded to the other guy, 
uh saying something and now I've, i just get over and over and over and over again this guy's it's so fucking funny dude i just i have to read you guys need to know that like this is the emptiness that fucking youtube <laughs> comments can go through so i did i did this thing um that said uh because he said, I don't want to help, right? So I said, yeah, just ignore the hundreds of hours of, of content that I've made where it's literally been designs and proposals for features, fixes, improvements. Um, I'm like, yeah, it's all an act. I'm just acting like I'm, I'm just yeah. trying to take credit for everything. So he says, can you name examples of features you influenced in the game? Which is already moving the goalpost because yes. it wasn't about, I didn't. I never said that I influenced anything. Yeah, It was just that you, I was, you, you know. You said that he doesn't want to help. So now you're moving but, the but, goal. But here we go. Now we're already like, yep. um, th this is how arguments on the internet go, right? Yeah. It's our, it's always like just changing the fucking subject. And you know that they're just saying it with a big fat LOL at the end. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure you, uh, I'm, he says, I'm sure you proposed having your own music as an improvement, lol. And it's like, actually, no, oh a million God. people have all said you should put your music in the game. Get Nikita. And I say, no, he's got it covered. <laughs> Nikita's music he's is good dope. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I literally read, said, nah, Nikita has the music covered. I said, but I've made proposals and designs, both publicly and privately, from everything from third-party REST APIs to zeroing, flea market restrictions and timers, quests, a found and raid system, VoIP, ballistics, AI, trader item availability and loot distribution, optics, full player loadouts, um, different menu UI and UX improvements, um, uh, netcode bugs and issues and backend performance, issues with audio occlusion design and related bugs, health and damage systems. And then I said, you know what? I could go on, but uh, I said, but something tells me that none of that is going to change your mind. And then he said, oh, you came up with the idea of VoIP. How innovative. You really are a god. <laughs> Dude. What? You're a network developer too, along with being a musician and a QA worker. Holy shit. You're a video game sound designer. What else are you, champ? Did you come up with the Jesse Kazam look, or did you copy him? Like, Dude, what a scumbag. What an <laughs> actual... What an you mean, actual you mean, human you mean feces a, you mean a beard? of a human being. You mean a being. beard and a hair? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> come on, dude. dude. Oh, my God. Oh. He cries and, himself and the worst to part is that, is every that these, single night. The thing is, is that like, sure. and the, the what, 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 what makes my hurts my soul, is that there are people like he can walk into a group where there are people with actual real const like constructive criticism, right? Where like, you know, I can be in a shitty mood and I can be an asshole and whatever, you know. But then he'll be like, yeah, 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 ha, 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 you totally, yeah. I totally agree with all you guys. Yeah, yeah, he fucking sucks, and it's like. And he doesn't even, he's in his own world because he doesn't realize how fucking detached. Yeah. You know, and, and there's so many people are just fucking like that. Not just with me, but like no, with everything. Yeah. With Battle State, with any True. content creator. These people exist and they vote and shit. Yeah, right. And they don't get vaccinated. And they, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like, fuck, dude. Dude, it's. This is the stuff we're fighting against. And this is why we have to remember that, like, this is why some people don't listen to feedback because so much of what they hear is this. That yeah. Like, okay, Nikita, I get it. There are a lot of shitheads. You just got to figure out like a filter for the signal to noise. And we all have to do that. And that's probably the biggest thing I need to do as a content creator. Yeah. Um, but it's very valid to bring up that like that is I'm I am positive that at least part of the fear of like communicating more with the community is just like inviting that. 
Right. You know what I mean? Like inviting more of that. So I, I can understand that because I hate those comments. You hate those comments. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's exactly the signal to noise filter. It's, it's hard, man. It's it's hard. Like, I don't know. You, you never like it, we need they everybody needs to get an avatar that shows their their face. Yeah. Like whenever you type a comment, you need to have your webcam on. And as you hit enter, it takes a screenshot of yeah. your face. And if you're like, I then Dude. at least I know that I don't have to take you seriously. Yeah. Just, I remember <laughs> passively talking about that on stream once. Like he was completely kidding, but he was just like he was like, we need systems to completely remove the anonymity from the internet. Like every place, if if you are allowed to type on that, you need to connect your phone number, your hometown, where you went to high school. All that needs to be connected. Like we need to completely remove anonymity. Anytime you type any comment on the internet, it needs to be sent to your top contacts and like because it's it's a hundred percent. That's where that's where it all comes from. Like that like. I, nine out of 10 of those guys don't act that way in real life. You know what I mean? And hate when people treat them that way. You know, it's just, it's this, it's this weird freaking bubble of anonymity. We're all, it used to just be all the engagements that we have on the internet now that suck. That used to be relegated to just like when someone cut you off in traffic and you pull up to a red light, the thing the, that eight second interaction was yeah. like, yeah, you asshole yeah i'm gonna fuck yeah you're, you're, and then you drive away and it's over with yeah yeah that used to be the extent of it. these types of inner where like the worst part of you comes out and you yep. forget you're a human being yeah now now it's now it's a thread sit in front of your <laughs> sit in front of your computer and it's like let's be a fucking animal yep. you know for hours like, like yep <sighs> fuck it's so true though <sighs> maybe i should stream on facebook yeah, oh yeah oh there you go there's, there's I, honestly, a little bit I, less in i have actually i have actually heard that like it's way less toxic because it's like steve jones it's facebook yeah he's gonna get like death threats on his private like his mom's gonna get a message being like hey you know your son is racist right like oh shit you know wow. damn i never thought about that i need to just go lurk in a big facebook stream and see, and see what it's like oh. that's so interesting it's a bunch of people that are like if it's anything like my Facebook feed now, it's going to be like a someone's going to be playing like COD or whatever. And then someone's going to be like, hey, streamer, here's a picture of my baby on vacation. And then someone, oh and then the next God. one's going to be someone named like Gloria Smith is going to say mashed potatoes recipe because <laughs> she thinks it's Google. And then it's going to be how to make mashed potatoes. And then the next thing is going to be like it's if it's anything like my Facebook wall, it's oh just gonna be uh, just a it's gonna be a whole oh shit show God. for a completely <laughs> different reason. <laughs> that would be so funny. Could you imagine streaming and then like seeing people like trying to post like a status or something? And just, I would just never recover dude, from that. I would. My never... grandmother's Facebook is Bach Wild, dude. You should oh. see the shit that, the shit that she comments. On pictures and stuff. I mean, I love her to death, but holy shit. It's like the things that, that I think in my head that like I giggle at that I would never say out loud are the things she types on a comment. Oh, my God. Like, like, wow, she looks like she's really lost a lot of weight. And it's like you're commenting on her Grandma. picture. Yeah. You're talking about her. That's the thing you'd whisper to somebody else. Like, <sighs> do you not? You don't get it. Oh, my you just God. don't get it. <laughs> Bro. 
Oh, I just way less frumpy with makeup oh on. My like, Grandma, Grandma, come on! <laughs> Jesus! That's incredible. Oh, anyway. That's incredible. Oh, well. Thank you for coming to our uh, Escape from Tarkov <laughs> therapy session. We therapy session, Group yeah. therapy will resume next Thursday at uh, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, yeah, don't get... Uh, guys, we're not... Trust me, it's not going to go on forever like this. There will be a light at the end of this <laughs> yes. tunnel. I, I know people have already typed in the comments, and it, so it's already moot because they haven't made it this far into the video. Correct. But, like, we're not going to just be whine about Tarkov all day, every day, doom and gloom. Yes. It's not... It's that's not what we're going to be about. Nope. We're just in a little bit of a slump. Yeah. And we need to vent a little bit. 100%. And I know there's a lot of fucking people. If you want to downvote and say, like, you guys suck or whatever. Sure. But maybe look at all the other people that are like, thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Preach, speak your mind that like the vast majority of people we're doing a service for because we are trying to speak for them and also speak for us. Yeah. Um. So, like, you know, just. Be cool. Yeah, everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Trust in the work. Trust in the work. I mean, yeah. Just go back like four or five episodes ago when all the pre-wipe event events were happening, and I was like pumped. I was like, "This is gonna be the best." I was like, "There's all this stuff." Like, it's just, it's a. It, we're just. It won't always be like this. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. We're just, unless nothing gets better, then it's well, like this then, forever. Yeah. Then then it'll be like this. Then we're gonna be uh the <sighs> forever. Um, the new world F1 sim racing cast and uh, heavily focused on all the things we we keep putting at the end of our bullet point list that never gets <laughs> to every never episode. Get talked about. <laughs> uh, Bro, you remember you've said this before. You remember when we were going to try to keep these episodes to thirty minutes? <laughs> Fuck! I told you that when I first started doing like when I first started wanting to get into podcasting, I listened to a podcast that was like, if you're getting into podcasting, try to keep your podcast less than fifteen minutes long. It's like I can't urinate in less than 15 <laughs> minutes, let alone talk about any fucking thing I care about. Yep. So, there you go. Yep. But thanks for hanging. Thanks for everybody. I mean, for the most part, most people that show up to the live and most of the people that comment on the comments are overwhelmingly positive. You get a lot of the negative... We fucking love you. For real, we really do love you. A lot of the negativity just comes from a few people that have to comment on any everything. But like for sure, like we talked about at the beginning of the episode, like it was encouraging to me that there were so many people in DMs publicly on Twitter just hitting us up and being like, yo, that the last episode was really good. We couldn't agree more. And then the offering to help, like, you know what I mean? Like we said, if anything happens, we're probably a long way from it. But what that tells me is that there are a lot of people out there that share our thought process, which is like, I want this game to get better and I want to help. I want this game to get better and here's an idea. You know what I mean? There there are a lot more people out there than Twitter or Reddit would like you to believe that are like, I want it to be better. Here's a criticism and, you know, an offer to help. So that was encouraging. So thank you guys all for that. Uh, we're excited. We'll, you know, well, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Like I said, it's, it's this, this is more for us than like, you know, I wouldn't expect next week there to be a Discord server and Nikita to be on the podcast. Like some of this stuff could be cool and might happen eventually, but uh, you know, we're just kind of venting as it is right now. So, um, but thank you guys for hanging. We appreciate it. This will be live early next week on all of the platforms. And uh, until then, we will catch you all in the next one. Peace. Yeah.